Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Healthy Essentials Podcast. I'm Lindsay Mustard, your host, holistic nutritionist, personal trainer, and essential oil lover. I am especially excited and fired up for today's episode because it is da da da. It's my 22nd birthday, but more importantly, it is also the first day that the birthday giveaway is open on Instagram. So if you're not following me on Instagram, you got to get on it because you're missing out on winning so many superfoods, chocolates, protein powders. What else do we have? Noon electrolytes. We have love good fats bars. Um, we have, oh gosh, everything from dry shampoo. Guys, it is a five day long giveaway happening on my Instagram channel. Every day you can enter to get yourself additional entries. You can tag your friends for more. You can share it on your social media streams, but you can also earn extra entries by liking me on Facebook, rating the podcast, and even reviewing it as well. There are tons of entries to be um, given or awarded. So without further ado, that is happening on my Instagram channel at Lindsay Mustard, and it's a five day long giveaway. So it's running from September 18th to the 22nd of 2019. If you're listening to this later on, I'm so sorry, but don't worry. I run this every year and there's usually something coming around the corner for December because I like to do Christmas giveaways. But with it being my birthday, one of the things that I wanted to do was create a podcast episode that's based off of 22 things that I've learned in the last 22 years. And I started creating this list last year. Didn't get around to actually making a podcast or even blogging whatsoever. So this is a fun cumulative 22 lessons that I've learned. So I hope it helps you. It's hard ones that I had to learn a couple of times and repeat and then thankfully other mistakes and lessons I did not have to but without further ado I wanted to give you guys the birthday special and it's 22 things that I've learned in the last 22 years so enjoy make sure you follow along on Instagram and I hope that I save you from making a few of these mistakes and life lessons and if you're going through them already know that it's okay because we all go through them So I hope that this episode helps you as much as it would have helped me if I had it uh, when I was 21 or even 18. Enjoy. A huge shout out to today's sponsor, Love Good Fats, a Toronto-based company that specializes in making wrapper-looking-worthy keto bars packed with healthy fats, clean protein, and a whole lot of fiber. If you're addicted to Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, their chocolate peanut butter will be your new favorite go-to snack. With flavors ranging from mint chocolate to peanut butter, dark chocolate almond, coconut chocolate chip, peanut butter and jelly, and chocolate chip cookie dough, they have a flavor for everyone. The best part about Love Good Fats? Each bar contains less than two grams of sugar and an average of four to five net carbs. Hello, keto-friendly bars. So yes, you can eat healthy and have your chocolate too. And to sweeten the deal, all bars are free from soy, sugar alcohols, and gluten. Order your bars online today at lovegoodfats.ca and use the discount code LINDSAY1234 for 20% off your order. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to the Healthy Essentials podcast. I am tuning in today to record a very special birthday episode. Um, And this will also be actually the first day that the contest is open. So um, right now I'm doing a birthday giveaway that runs from September 18th. So today until September 22nd, it closes at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. In the afternoon on Sunday. So if you want to enter, please do so. Uh, there is the link in the show notes, or you can enter on Instagram. However, it'll take you to a link. And basically what you can do is you can type in your email address. And then for additional entries, you can share it on 
Instagram, on Facebook. You can share the link with your friends, but all of that gets you additional entries for all of the goodies. We have everything from greens powder being donated from Genuine Health. We have nude food. We have hippie snacks, organics. We have noon in there. We also have, oh gosh, we have um, ghee. What else? Oh, there's so much. Uh, Love good fats, sun butter. We have all of my favorite superfoods, oils, um, and coaching with me packed into there. So you can win it. You can also tag a friend in case they want a chance to win some too. And maybe if they're lucky, they will share some of the prizes with you. But without further ado, we are getting into today's episode and it's 22 things I have learned in the last 20, well, two years, because now it'll be, today's my birthday. I'm very excited. Um, but on my birthday, I really like to give back and I like to reflect on some of the things that I've learned over the last little while. And I am young and I will forever be, but I do think it's important to look back at how far you've come. And this year especially has been a tremendous amount of growth and new connections and people and just so many opportunities. And I have learned such an incredible amount about myself and others. And I'm just really happy to be taking a bit of time to look back and, uh, and compare where I was a year ago to where I am now. And I'm not comparing myself to anyone else's journey, um, or what they're doing or in social media and all of that stuff. Yes. Said that with a list because, um, that's how I, how I say it, but I'm looking back and reflecting on the last 22 years. And if I think about the reason why I created this podcast, it's always going to be to create a community and to foster and create a space that women and men feel welcome to learn about health, to learn about well-being, to learn about fitness and nutrition and, and all of those aspects that go into holistic whole living. But this is also a piece of me that I want to leave behind. Um, you know, if something, you never know what's going to happen. I could get hit tomorrow by a truck and I could die. I don't know. Who knows? But if I do, I want to leave something behind. I want everyone to, you know, remember whether it be the impact I left or, you know, the community that I tried to create and just the learnings that I tried to spread. I want this to be something that, you know, lasts for a lifetime. So that's why I created the podcast. And this is why I'm creating today's episode, because I think it's important that you go back and you spend some time combing through some of the really tough lessons that you've had to go through and you've had to learn repeatedly, because sometimes we make mistakes more than once. But at the end of the day, I am so honored and grateful and thankful for just the people in my life and the opportunities that have come my way and the opportunities that we're creating. But just the world of possibilities out there. And I am so, so elated to be sharing these 22 things that I've learned in 22 years. So without further ado, let's get into it. Uh, I actually, I started this list about a year ago or so because I wanted to record the same episode for my 21st birthday and do it as a blog post. However, I didn't get around to it. Um, so I found part of my old list and I'm elaborating on that. So I've lumped a lot of it in together. I'll touch on a few brief points, but for the most part, some of it's saying, some of it's quotes, some of it is lessons, and some of it is just themed based off of, you know, um, it could be hardships, it could be fear-based, it could be based on relationships. It's just, it's all of that good stuff grouped together in 22 bullets of wise information and some very tough times and lessons that I had to learn. So let's do it. 
The first thing that I've learned uh, is there is actually a disease called comparatitis um, or comparitis. Uh, I probably just created it, but um, comparitis, it's something that I struggled with a lot. And it's, you know, not comparing myself in terms of how I look to other people, but it's more in terms of comparing myself in, in business and, you know, where I want to be. And, you know, if someone's younger than me and they're more successful, I feel guilty. Uh, like I haven't worked enough. I haven't, you know, put in more time. I haven't succeeded. Um, so it's comparing yourself to others and where you want to be and the expectations that you hold yourself to or the level that you do. So comparitis, it is a real thing. And the lesson that I've taken from that is the only person that you are comparing yourself to is yourself. And that is extremely important to, to know and to understand because then you don't feel like you are always behind in the race but you're the one setting the pace and you can choose to go as fast or as slow as you need to go because there's always going to be seasons for doing so. But someone else's success, sorry, success does not dictate where you should be or where you're going or your path, your direction, because you are always going to pivot and your direction is always going to change, but it's how, it's how you evolve throughout the process of when the path takes you right instead of left and you end up getting lost on the side of a highway or you guys get my analogy because I typically get lost when I'm driving. But a big thing that I've learned is that when I compare myself to other people, I slow myself down. And when I try to copy other people, it's not authentic. And people will realize that. People see it. They know it. They know that that's not you. And they almost get this sense of ickiness or stickiness around it. So people, don't compare yourself. Be, be um, unapologetically you. And have fun while doing so because that's what makes me fall deeply in love with some of my friends and my family and just like people in general is when they are just themselves and they are freaking hilarious. I love it. I love people. Okay. Uh, second thing that I've learned is you are never going to feel like it. And I grouped this with a couple other points of fear isn't a bad thing and you have to start before you're ready. So you're never going to feel like it. You're never going to feel like getting up at six o'clock in the morning or five o'clock or four 30 or whatever time you get up at. You're never going to feel like going for the workout, especially if you're someone who doesn't like working out. You're never going to feel like drinking the green juice or the green smoothie or ordering the salad instead of the fries. You're never going to feel like doing the stuff that requires a lot of hard work, but hmm, it has to be done. So what I say is start before you're ready. And a friend of mine, Adrian, who's been on the podcast before, he said the term or the saying, ready, fire, aim. And I love it because it means that you have to take action before you you actually aim on the target. It's you have to go, you have to try, you have to do things. And that's exactly what it is. You're never going to feel like it. If you're waiting around for motivation, it's not going to get you there. It's your habits, it's your routines, the things that you do on a daily basis. So it's do, you know, doing the small things every day, you know, putting your, putting your workout clothes out the night before so that you know, first thing in the morning, you are getting up and exercising and going to the gym. You're moving your body for 60 minutes. It doesn't matter what you're doing, but every day. And if you think about it, 1%, it's those little things, those 1% habits compounded over a year, it's 3,700% change. That's insane. So just think about it. It's the little things that add up. The third thing is balance is a verb. And you guys know this. I've been called a workaholic and a studyaholic and a just person who can never turn their brain off-aholic. And it's true. Uh, I'm not an alcoholic or a chocoholic or, you know, foodaholic or anything like that. But I do really passionately pour into my work because I am driven to help people and to coach and to share a, a larger message. So 
what I struggle with is balance and that's balancing my time for friends and family and for tuning off, turning off and tuning out and being able to curl up on the couch with a book that is not about hormonal health. Um, but it's a fiction book and, uh, that probably won't happen for the next three years until we're done osteo school. But that's something that I do want to work on is balance. So I've been good at diligently carving out some friend time in my schedule and ensuring, you know, that I'm fitting them in in the afternoon and the evenings because that's when I've done a lot of my work for the day. It's when my highest level of thinking and creative work is pretty much tapped out and I have nothing left to give. So I'll just, I'll do that. I will spend time with them because they do not require brain effort. They are the most fun uh, yeah, the most fun people to be around that I don't have to think about filtering what I'm saying or doing. It's just, I love spending time with them and they make me a happier person. So balance is a verb. And once you obtain it, it's not going to be forever stained, sustained. So you need to make sure that you are constantly balancing it. Okay. Number five. Nope. This is number four. Or four four points and it's because I have them all labeled on a page, but I've um, mixed it all up. Anyway, so number four is not everyone is going to like you, period. I feel like I don't need to elaborate on this. Not everyone is going to like you. It is not your responsibility or your job to figure out why or to change yourself or fix yourself or to figure it out what you did wrong or what you said or what they might have misinterpreted or what you could have done differently. It is not your job or your role to try to depict your situation or your scenario or whatever went down with that person to figure out what you did wrong. Because truthfully, it probably wasn't you. Um, And if someone doesn't like you and they're coming off as really, really negative and rude and, you know, just all the nasties, it's probably something to do with them. It's insecurity that you're bringing up in them. So not everyone is going to like you. And that is perfectly okay because those who do, you will be completely infatuated with you. And I will likely be one of them. So be who you are and never compare yourself to others or try to justify what you're doing or try to change yourself. It's not worth it. Okay. The next point, I grouped all of these four together. Um, and again, this is stemming back to people. So a couple things is when people show you who they are the first time, believe them. That was a very hard lesson for me to learn. Um, the second part of that was people and opportunities will always come in seasons. So I've had friends who I've been very close with for a year and then they're gone. And I've had friends that I've been close with for six years and they're still around. But people come in seasons, no different than your work, no different than projects, no different than relationships. People come in seasons and it's beautiful when you get to experience it in its full bloom. Uh, the third part of that is some people will come into your life as blessings and others will come into your life as lessons. I have some friends that I think back to now and I have no idea how I had, how I got so lucky for them to walk into my life or I still beat my head every day. I'm like, why the heck do they want to hang out with me? They're incredible. So those are people that are blessings. Those are people that make you want to show up on your A game and deliver and to text them on a regular basis to check in and just say, Hey, I was thinking about you. I think you're magnificent. Like have an amazing day, babe. Like those are the friends that you love. Those are the ones you want to keep close and just know that they are true gems because they are there for you in a heartbeat. There are other people who will come in as lessons and they will test everything. (laughs) They will test your patience. They will test 
your morals. They will test your characteristics and your traits, and they will be very, very good lessons to learn from. Uh, And the last part of that is you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. And that is so true. Um, I do see my friends quite regularly and I love them. However, they're not the people that I spend the most time with. I spend the most time with my business mastermind. I spend the most time with, you know, listening to health experts and wellness experts that are typically on podcasts or in books or, you know, reading. Like those are the people that I listen to the most. So it feels like I'm around the most. And then of course I get my friends as well. Um, And then my family. So you're the sum of the five people you spend the most time around. And also your income too is a reflection of that. So if you're typically hanging out with, you know, people who might not be very hardworking or very driven or just feel like they're clocking in and out of work every day, maybe look at who you're spending your time around because that completely changes your mental, um, your mental game, right? You can be a super positive person, but if you have a negative Nelly beside you, it is probably not going to last for long because they're going to be like, it's only partially sunny outside instead of it being like, oh my gosh, it's the first time it's been super sunny in four days. This is amazing. Let's go for a walk. And they're like, I didn't bring sunblock. So just again, be mindful of who you're spending some time around. Okay. We are on to the next point. The next thing that I've learned is fail to prepare or prepare to fail. And this is, again, it goes kind of back to my first thing is like start before you're ready. But this is once you've had a plan in place. And this is me. I always work backwards. I always think of my end goal. And then I backtrack in terms of what I need to do. It's easy for me to break up that task and then figure out what I need to actually get done in that time frame so that I can make shiz happen. So plan to prepare and prepare to fail. And that essentially boils down to you guys and your meal prep and, you know, you're, you're getting your recipes ready, getting your workout clothes set out the night before, just fail to prepare, prepare to fail. So get yourself organized, get a calendar, write it all down, journal if you need to do whatever you need. The next point is patience and persistence will always win. Um, I've learned to become extremely patient with myself. Um, especially after, just wanting to be further, wanting to be more ahead, wanting to, um, I've wanted to be done school. Um, I've wanted to, you know, like be in a relationship and be close to being engaged and all that fun stuff. And I was fast tracking everything. So now I'm extremely patient and with people, with myself, with my goals. And I've learned to take things as they come and just to be, okay with going with the flow and to be persistent with the goals that I do want. I know it's going to take a bit more time than what I want. However, I'm just going to be the most persistent person ever and continue to pursue them with passion. The next tip is what if? Those are the two most dangerous words that I've ever heard paired together. Um, I'm sure you can think of a couple others, but in my head, that is the start of a spiral <laughs> of negative thoughts and doubt and just insecurity starting to bubble up in our eyes. So what if for me is what if I don't succeed? What if I fail? What if I embarrass myself? What if I have to repeat a year at school? What if my friends leave me behind? That is a huge insecurity of mine. Um, after being bullied in high school, and I, I opened up to one of my friends, and I guess now you guys, but one of my big fears is being left behind, and that's what happened when I was in high school was I was actually kicked out of a group, 
And ever since then, I have had this awful fear of being left behind. So if someone leaves me at the dinner table eating alone or my friends leave for school before me, I get very anxious and very nervous and just very like internally emotional. Um, So what if I get left behind or left out or what if I am not accepted? Um, And then another one that I have is like, what if I don't find someone? What if I don't create the life that I'm dreaming of? What if? And do you see how it can go? Very negative. So I have learned to put the spin on it. And I'm like, what if everything that I'm dreaming of is coming true? Just with time, patience, and persistence. What if everything is going to work out exactly as it needs to be? What if you are going to get the grade you deserve on that exam based on the effort you put in? What if the person you're meant to be with walks down the street two years from now or 10 years from now or I don't know, 20 years. I don't really want to be 41 though when I meet them. 42, I guess, now that I'm recording this episode, but what if? And then you can make the call. Then you can decide. Then you can pursue it. What if? The next point, I have no idea what point I'm at. Hold on. This is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. This is tip number nine, or not tip number nine. This is lesson number nine. Okay. Um, boundaries, they're not optional. They are mandatory. Um, besides when I'm doing an Instagram takeover for a company, I have very strict boundaries about being on my phone before 12 p.m. And it's because I don't like seeing what the world is up to and consuming content before I create it. And that's because I feel like I'm behind before I even got my my start to the day. Social media is incredible. Don't get me wrong. I love the connections that we've been able to make. But it's also um, really hard to not compare yourself. So something that I have found is boundaries when it comes to social media, boundaries when it comes to relationships, what I will and will not tolerate in friendships, what I will and will not tolerate in relationships. And those are hard. <laughs> um, I don't wiggle when it comes to that, but it's a very strict boundary that I have found I have come to respect. And at the end of the day, it saves me a lot of hurt, saves the other person a lot of hurt, and saves us both time in the end. So boundaries, they're not optional, they're mandatory. Lesson number 10 is you are never alone, ever, 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 ever. If you ever need anything, you can always message me, but <laughs> you're you're never alone. Even in your toughest of times, there is always going to be someone who feels the same way or is struggling with the same issue or, you know, just they can relate, but you're never alone, ever, ever. So reach out to a friend and message them and ask for help and call your family, uh, but you are never alone. Number 11. So number 11 is mistakes. You will make them probably more than once. And it's for a reason because you need to still learn from that lesson, but you need to make them and learn from them and then move on. Don't dwell. Don't regret. Don't try to, again, understand why you did what you did. You know, you've, you've learned from that already, but don't keep going back and saying, oh, what if, what if, you know, I should have done this. I should have done that. I should have said this. Maybe, you know, don't do that. Don't No, There's no point mistakes. You make them because you don't know any better unless you're, unless it's like malicious and it's intentful, then that's a different story. But mistakes, if it's like, I didn't know, I'm so sorry, make them learn from them, apologize and move on and don't make them again. So 
it's okay to make mistakes. And I like making mistakes because it shows that I'm trying. It shows that I'm stepping outside my comfort zone. It, you know, when I record episodes with podcast guests, I, I made mistakes of not sending reminders the day before. And then they're like, oh my God, I've totally forgotten. I'm like, oh shoot, that's my mistake. Okay. Now every time everyone's getting a reminder, right? The day before things like that. Number 12, keep your eyes on the stars and your feet on the ground. And this is my version of dream really, really big, but stay extremely humble and do not think that your success and your wealth makes you a better person than anyone else. Um, or that because you went to X school or you graduated from this program, it doesn't make you any better or smarter than anyone else. And it does not give you the upper hand to judge anyone else. Um, so in my head, it says, keep your eyes on the stars and your feet on the ground and be brave enough to dream, but be human enough to help. And I love that when it comes to just remembering that people really do make the world go round and you have to be able to relate and to be humble and to help and to serve and to volunteer and to be a part of the community. And you have to just, again, come back to that statement of you are exactly the same person regardless of how successful or how famous or how rich doesn't matter you're still the same person you are it just gives you another opportunity to donate to better causes and to volunteer more of your time okay this is number 13 your health will sorry health Ooh, that was an exaggerated health um your health will always be an investment so whether that be the organic food that you're purchasing or the supplements or the extra time that you're putting in to go to bed or that bedtime routine that you're starting to implement whether it be the essential oils that you are applying and using to boost your mood and to help you lose weight and to help you increase your energy and improve focus like those are all investments in your health and that should never be something that's questioned. That should always, always be something that you jump at without a shadow of a doubt because you love your health and you love what it means and what it feels like to be vibrant, to be full of energy, just and to be soaking up all the goodness that healthy has to offer you. Number 14, a friend of mine said this on the podcast and it's uh, my friend, Sari, and she said, this too shall pass. The bad stuff, the good stuff, and the really great stuff, it too shall pass. So when you're struggling and you're in the deepest and darkest of moments, it will pass. And it's not the end of the world, even though it feels like it when we're going through it. It's not. But the really good stuff and the moments that make you feel completely elated and in love and like you are riding a high and you're on a cloud, that too shall pass. So soak it all in. Um, I had I was riding a high the other day, and I was loving I was loving social media, and I was loving loving connecting and just the opportunities that it's starting to to bring and create and allowing me to connect with people. And then I woke up this morning, and I'm like, oh, social media. And so you can have those days, but again, soak up the really good stuff and know that the hard stuff will pass. Okay, the next tip, number 15, is be fearless in the pursuit of what sets your your heart on fire. Um, and don't apologize for your passions. I have learned that I would rather die pursuing my dreams and my goals and, my, and this big vision that I have for myself and my life and for my family and for those around me than to clock in and out of a job that I'm not passionate about. So I will never, ever do anything that I'm not passionate about. 
I will work the extra jobs. I will you know, do the whatever little things that I need to just to make sure that income is coming in, that I can pay my bills, that I can pay my rent and things like that. But I will never quit something that I'm passionate about. So be it my business, be it doTERRA, be it anything that I have a heartbeat for, I will always pursue it, but I'll still make sure that I'm doing the small things just to make sure that I can put food on the table for myself and that if something happened to my family that I can provide for them. So be fearless in the pursuit of what sets your heart on fire and don't ever apologize. Uh, Okay. The 16th tip or lesson is your life is a direct reflection of your standards. So everything in your life is there because you allowed it. If you want better relationships, better finances, or better anything, you've got to hold yourself to a higher standard. I know that sounds really harsh, but it's true. Everything in your in your in your life is there because you place it there. It's because you allowed it to be there. That relationship, you know, the relationship that you might not feel fantastic in anymore, that you feel like it's going south, right? You allowed it, right? You allowed it to get to that point. The lack of communication, the lack of trust, right? It's there because you let it, um, you know, lack of finances, you know, if you're eating out frequently or if you're spying all the latest purses and the iPhones and all that stuff, you might've put yourself in a position granted again, it's different for everyone, but everything in your life is a reflection of your standards. So friendships, relationships, finances, health, you know, are you choosing to eat the Big Mac versus eating the turkey burger? Are you choosing to gorge and binge eat because you're feeling lack of confidence and self-doubt and all of that versus seeking help through a psychotherapist, right? Everything in your life is a reflection of your standards. And when you hold yourself to a really high degree of what you deserve and believing that you are one of the many, many people who deserve love and wealth and success and happiness, that's when the game changes. Okay. Number 17, um, People who are meant to be a part of your life will make time for you. I used to justify, um, I was recently recently seeing someone and the most I could get was a text message once a day. And in my head, I was like, oh, okay, well, I think they're busy. And then I thought about it and I was like, you know what? What is busy? And what is, like, how long does it take to send a text message or to make a phone call or to FaceTime really quick for two minutes to say, hey, I'm sorry that day is crazy, but I just want you to know that I'm thinking about you and I'm really looking forward to when we connect soon, be it phone call, date, whatever. And then I stepped back and I was like, you know what? I won't tolerate this. I have higher standards and I deserve to, you know, feel like I am not a burden on them or their schedule. And so I called it and I was like, you know what? I want more communication from my partner. Don't think this is going to work. Um, And when it kind of dissolved and fizzled out, I was really happy. And I was like, this is awesome. At first I was like, mm, um, like what if I don't find the one? Go back to that. But then at the end I was like, you know what? When I find that one, I'm going to be the first thing they think about in the morning and the last thing they think about um, before they go to bed because they'll be the first in my brain and the last at the end of the day and the person that you want to spend the most time with. So Tip number 17, people who are meant to be a part of your life will make time for you. Friends, family, partners, spouses, all of it, they will make time for you. A text message, don't underestimate the power of a text message. And that's one of my other points is to just know that it goes an extremely long way. 
Okay. Um, tip number 18 or lesson number 18 is trust your gut. If it doesn't feel right, it probably isn't. And that's because you have an intuition and your body knows. So if you feel like you can't trust someone or that this is too good to be true, and that there's something fishy, probably not because there's a fishy restaurant right beside you. It's probably because your body knows. So trust your gut. If it doesn't feel right, it probably isn't. And then base your decision from there. And you can also, again, add in your morals and your ethics and what value, what, what, what you value, because that will change the directory of your choice. So trust your gut. If it doesn't feel right, it probably isn't. The 19th thing that I've learned is to read and to listen to audiobooks, uh, because those will save you years. If I look back and I think about it, my bookshelf has been filled with titles that I've wanted to read for years, but never got around to it. And now I look at it and I'm like, oh my gosh, these are people who this is their forte and they have devoted years of their life to sharing this message. And I have it in book form and all I need to do is sit down and read or go for a walk and listen in the amount of information that I can learn is incredible. So read, 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 and don't um, don't take advantage or advantage of the uh, of the resources that you have around them uh, around you. Sorry, utilize them because they are super abundant right now. Did you enjoy today's episode? If so, please let us know. We'd love to hear your feedback. Leave us a review or rating on iTunes or email us directly at lindsay at lindsaymustard.com. If you're ready for more and you're looking to supercharge your health and finally tackle all of the health goals you set for yourself back in the new year, don't miss out on your chance to book a free 20-minute nutrition coaching discovering call with me, Lindsay. I've opened up a limited number of spots in my calendar to connect with the individuals who are ready to jump in with both feet to create nutritional habits that'll last a lifetime. There'll be no more worrying about weight loss or why you're constantly bloated, tired, or struggling with mood swings. If you've ever wondered what private nutrition coaching has to offer, this is your time. Click the link in the show notes to schedule a free call with me, Miss Mustard, and leave with the clarity, confidence, and coaching plan that is tailored to your individual needs to take your health to the next level. Healthy, doesn't have to be hard and I'm here to show you how to make it happen and maybe to convince you to like kale along the way. Spots are limited so book your call now by clicking the link in the show notes below. As always if you're looking for one bowl wonder healthy recipes and nutrition tips that don't require you to break the bank you can find that and much more on my Instagram page at lindsaymustard or on my website lindsaymustard.com. As always stay rad friends and eat your greens.